You're listening to the Anchored at Harbor Park podcast. This podcast is sponsored by You Are the Answer, pure sports nutrition products for the pure effort you put into your training. These products are awesome. We carry them in our gym and our members love them. Super simple, pure, all natural ingredients with delicious flavors. You can learn more about them by visiting their website at www.youaretheanswer.com and remember to use promo code CFHP to get 20% off your first order. Go ahead and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platforms so you never miss an episode. Remember to leave us a review. Doing so helps us reach more and in turn helps us impact more people's lives. Now on with the show. Welcome to Anchored at Harbor Park CrossFit, a show dedicated to helping you find enrichment for the other 23 hours of your day outside of the gym. Here's your hosts, Jason, Dave, and Corian. Welcome back, guys. This is episode 74 of Anchored at Harbor Park. I'm Coach Jason. I'm Coach Dave. And it is a boys' day today. Corian is off hiking with family. She's doing the Appalachian Trail, the Great Smoky Mountains. And the first day. And so she's lost in the wilderness somewhere. Me and Dave are, are holding the fort down. We're going to talk about volume versus intensity today. I'm excited for this one. It's going to be a good one. Um, but I got an icebreaker for you, Jason. If you could hang out with one, with any cartoon character, who would you choose? I feel, why? I feel like this is a, a boys, <laughs> boys' day kind of icebreaker. Um, I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z nerd. Ooh. Um, and I would have to say, I would hang out with either Goku or Vegeta. <laughs> Probably train with them all day, kind of thing. Hmm. This is honestly tough for me. Probably, probably Wolverine from the X Men cartoon. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, yeah, you could go Superman, Batman. I was thinking in my head, like, which Disney character, and I'm like, I don't know if I could do a Disney character. Or, I mean, then you could go Marvels, too. I mean, that's a hard question. Yeah, I almost did that, or I almost did Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> we can just talk this whole episode on cartoons. <laughs> uh, well, let's get into it today. So, volume versus intensity. So, first question, what is volume? Are you asking what it is to me? Yep. Okay, so, to me, that means, like, how much workout you're doing I guess maybe you could say it you could break it down into two categories mainly like what how much are you throwing at yourself in an entire day so some people do three or four workouts in an entire day so there's some volume Mm -hmm. or if you're kind of brand new to CrossFit um, coming from nothing to jumping into the gym for the first time you know you you, lots of movements thrown at you right at once with high reps Mm -hmm. that's how I would look at it right yeah so think about it as like the the amount of work you're doing yeah and then the other thing we're looking at intensity today what is intensity wow Rachel (laughs) so intensity (laughs) so intensity would be to me um, like one how hard are you going at the workout you know like you personal and some people can go really really hard at that workout and then uh, heavy weights you know like so if we're throwing a heavy amount of weight at you and you're not used to it that would be also intensity mm-hmm. as well yeah um, so I, there's, against there's two ways to go at it i kind of think about it like your heart rate how hard are you breathing like if you huff and puff, puff in super hard it's like high intensity versus if you can still talk 
while you're doing the workout in slower intensity. Yeah. Yeah, you can look at it that way too. Um, so volume and intensity, two different things, but sort of related. Um, and then what we want to talk about today is like how to incorporate them along your journey from like being a new person to being like a, a seasoned veteran, like above average athlete who's been around for a while versus someone who is like training to be a competitive athlete. Yeah. Yep. So let's start at like a, a, a beginner, probably someone who is newer to fitness, hasn't really worked out a lot in the past, you know, maybe five, 10 years. When we're looking at what they need is not so much intensity right off the bat. We talk about CrossFit as like high intensity. Mm-hmm. It's like that's the goal of it. When you're just starting, intensity can be a detriment, especially if you don't have the mechanics down, if you don't know the moves yet. So instead, what we want to do is work on the volume. Right. So lower intensity for the new people, maybe moving a little bit slower, spending more time practicing, working on the technique, lighter loads and then doing more of the movements. Right, so like you could equate this to like shooting if you're, if you're, if you have a shot of a, a firearm, um, if they put you under any type of stress, how hard it is to be accurate. You know, your heart rate's up, maybe your muscles are twitching a little bit, it's harder to be accurate when you're under stress. Mm-hmm. The more you practice and train, it becomes easier. Um, you can be more accurate with that and you can, you can be under that stress and hit the bullseye target and you know it doesn't affect you because you've been practicing at it another way to think of it is um, you know the deer in headlights look you know what I mean like if you've never experienced something that's scary or you know puts your body in shock you can't respond and act and as you normally would if you weren't under that stress but being uh, I guess having that you know thrown at you just a little bit more and maybe training with it um, can help you overcome that so it's kind of the same thing here you know if you're not used to doing crossfit and these movements you know sometimes your body just doesn't know how to respond to it because you're just under all this stress right and there's there's like neural pathways you know like the brain to muscle connection that has to develop and all, all that stuff is done low intensity low value or low rep low weight i'm sorry low weight high rep high volume right um so common mistakes that newbies make would probably be like rushing into super intense right off the bat you know we see it a lot with with athletes that are you know maybe they have some sports background and they're in pretty good shape but they don't have the technique stuff down yet Mm -hmm. um so they rush into going super intense but you know their their mechanics are kind of crappy, and they might end up hurting themselves. Yeah, that's common. That's probably our, like you said, our biggest that we see in the gym is somebody who comes from maybe a different some type of gym background, and they're like, "Well, I've got this." They've just never done it under the intensity mm-hmm. aspect of it, you know, where there's a clock running, and maybe they have to do an AMRAP as many reps as possible, and then that throws them off, and then you see the breakdown real quick. You know, mm-hmm. they can do it under relatively lighter well they could do heavy loads but they could do it um, with the intensity down so if we were just saying hey let's just do 10 reps perfect they got it but then i say hey we're going to do you know a total of 45 21 15 9 and we're going to go as fast as possible that's going to break down real quick right and then you might get in the habit of sacrificing 
technique for speed, you know, we see that a lot too. Um, but then, so if we're moving along this continuum, so a new person would be at the far left, we want higher volume, lower intensity, kind of go towards the middle of like that pretty good athlete. They've been around the block, they know what they're doing, they move well, um, and they're just here to stay in shape. You know, they're not necessarily trying to, you know, work out three hours a day. Um, that's when you can drop the volume down and push for higher intensity, and you'll get those those results that CrossFit's known for. Right. The really the big bang for your buck kind of you know seven to ten minute workouts, super high intensity, huffing and puffing at the end. Um, I like to tell people that in the beginning, if I'm teaching like foundations, I always try to tell them, you, you know, slow down until you feel comfortable. Like speed comes with practice and weights will come with practice as well. Mm -hmm. So like if you can just slow it down and get those, the form right and do it proper. Like you talked about the neural pathways of, of programming the mind and the body and how it works together. You program that, you, you, you know, you've done a thousand reps before it becomes habit and all of a sudden things become easier, you don't have to think so much in the movements and then it just becomes easier and then it's like, oh, I could probably throw some weight on there and then the, you know, it stays the same and then obviously when you can do it more and more and more and it gets a little heavier, the speed can start to increase because now you're not thinking about it and we're not worried about form. So right. it's, it's, like you said, just kind of slow it down a little bit in the beginning. Yeah, so, so the nice thing about when you can get to this higher intensity point I mean, like me and you, Dave, we're pretty much only working out. We're doing the class workout, which is usually like eight to 12 minutes a day. You know, that's all we really do. But because we've put all the work in as beginners way back when, you know, we can do that smaller workout, get great benefit from it, you know, and maintain our level of fitness just from doing that. Yeah. We don't really spend too much time now doing a bunch of extra work. You know, we have in the past, but I think we're at a little bit different points in our lives now. Big time. <laughs> um, you know, and then if you keep moving along, like we talked about along this continuum, towards the far right, you know, you want to be, you actually want to compete and, you know, try to go to the sanctionals or the games or whatever it is. You know, you need to increase both the volume and intensity. And that kind of goes back to what Dave was talking about in the beginning. Like maybe it's, it's doing super long workouts with high intensity, you know, so you're breathing really hard for a long period of time or doing multiple sessions in the gym, or you might be doing like a gymnastics session and then a weightlifting and then a cardio and yeah. then a midline. And I think that's, this is probably the most, the confusing aspect for, for a newer person and like I never understood that in the beginning CrossFit you know I was like why can't I just do class but everybody else is coming in and doing things before and then you know staying after and I was always like okay am I supposed to be doing that like I, I never knew it so mm -hmm. you know and it was just a newer thing and no one really ever tells you it's, it's kind of we're talking about here just because you are good or you've been doing this for a long time you and me we've been doing this for a couple of years now but we're fine doing just class whereas you know maybe Corey and coach Blair and coach Rachel are all you know they do a little extra stuff but their priorities and their goals are different right we've talked about this many times you know so it's all about your goals so do you have to do it no but what are your goals right they're at the point where if they went to just doing one class a day they'd actually lose some fitness you yeah. know which would hinder their progress yep. they want to keep getting better um, not to say that me and you don't want to but 
it's not a priority to be the best we can be. Right. Uh, we're just trying to stay in shape and, and have a good time doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so how we can incorporate this into your training wherever you are along your journey. I think, you know, when me and Dave started, we didn't really understand this concept very well. I think we both probably rushed to intensity and volume a little too soon. I mean, I remember when I was like six months in, I was in in pretty good shape. When I started CrossFit, like I had been running a lot and I had some weightlifting background, but again, I wasn't really familiar with CrossFit and the moves that we do. And I remember doing like, we joked about this other day, like I did a a workout, did a class workout, you know, just like we have the five o'clock, we got done. Me and my buddy were like, you know, do it again. Like, and we literally did the exact same workout again at the next, like, and now, you know, we, we know some things and we say like, how dumb were we to do that? Um, we didn't understand this stuff back then. This was back in 2013. So we've had six years to learn, um, you know, and, and we've rushed intensity and got injuries. You know, we've both had shoulder injuries. Um, I hurt my back from, you know, doing a bunch of extra work, not trying to scare people. But again, when you do more volume, you have a little bit higher chance of risk, especially with, or higher chance of injury, especially when you mix volume and intensity. Um, So if you're kind of just starting with us, we program the wellness track to be that lower intensity, higher volume for you so you don't have to think too much about it it's going to be a little slower your goal should be to move slower focus on good technique slow and controlled movement doing things right you'll still kind of get out of breath and sweat a little bit but you're probably not going to be huffing and puffing super frequently unless it's just like a simple like bike workout or row workout yeah and I, and I, we don't want you to think like it's going to be easy um it, it's 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 just a different version of the workout like you said though it's it's meant to be uh bring the intensity down um if and go for a longer period of time so like you'll see imams in there you know sometimes when it's a 24 minute workout uh and a lot of times it's you know like some of the it's rounds for time or whatever, you know, it's a timed workout with a 24 minute time cap. Well, some people can probably finish that time cap maybe 15 to 18 minutes right there. Um, so yeah, they, but their intensity's higher because they're moving faster. Whereas we want you to slow down and work that whole time. So mm-hmm. we're gonna make it programmed into an EMOM. So technically you're doing probably more reps than everybody else, um, but you can maintain that through the whole time. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal. Right. And then, you know, we have the fitness track which is right in that middle where your goal is is intensity um, and kind of like the RX as prescribed version. Um, And then performance is for those people who are more competitive. So there you might see like, maybe like a goal of doing things unbroken. So that's bumping up like your volume in the sense of we want you to do 21 handstand pushups unbroken or strict handstand pushups. Yeah. But you're still doing it intense, trying to get the original stimulus. We're just making it harder for you. Right. And I think like sometimes, like I had a question, somebody asked me, I was coaching a class at in, they're like, how can we do that? That's that's ridiculous if I had to go unbroken the whole time. It's like, 
It doesn't mean like you have to go unbroken in that track. The goal, it's a goal. Like it was right. written, goal is to do this. Like if you mm -hmm. can't do it, it's, I mean, but you're trying, you know, that's your goal. And if you can hit that goal, that's awesome. You know, yeah. that's the point of that track. Is it kind of pushed you out of your comfort. Cause like, exactly. we were, we were talking about this with Blair today. Our workout is Diane, 2159 deadlifts and handstand pushups. Very hard for most people. And then like Blair said he could do it unbroken in two and a half minutes. Like. When you're that good, it's not that hard right. for him. Right. So then, you know, his version would be strict handstand push-ups. All of a sudden, it's a very hard workout now. Yep. Yep. So the tracks are, are basically just kind of shifting the workout along this continuum to where you would get the best benefit and make the best progress as fast as possible. Yeah, and then, like, how would you choose, Jason, like, maybe... Like, do you have to always stick to the wellness program or, you know, the wellness track or the, or the fitness track? You know, like, I think sometimes people think that too. Well, I'm not going to scale down or, you know, I usually do RX. Um, how, would you, how would you tell people to kind of pick and choose that track? Um, well, journey? for basically all new people, I would say at least start at the wellness track just so you can kind of get your bearings. Um, or if, if there's a movement you're not good at, like... Today, for Diane, for example, handstand push-ups are my biggest weakness. In the past, I've always tried to RX this workout. I'd get like five or 15 handstand push-ups in and just burn out. And it'd take me like, the cap is 11 minutes. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be quick. If I did it without the cap, it would take me like 20 minutes. You know, so I'm doing the workout wrong. Today, yeah, what the I- The goal is to push yourself. Right. Get that intensity. I might have modified down to to pike push-ups on box, still the pike push-ups got very challenging. I probably got more benefit from doing those, mm -hmm. working on my strength, instead of doing you know a single handstand push-up, resting for 30 seconds, doing single handstand push-up. That's not really building strength at all. Yeah, um, especially under the intensity. Like, right. That's the point of this workout is to get multiple reps under mm -hmm. intensity. So what you'll find is when you're thinking about like, if you've been doing wellness for super long, you're gonna notice you're really good in some movements, some movements you really like, and some not so much. You know, you have some weaknesses. So then you can make a judgment call. If it's a workout that you know you're strong in the movements, maybe that's a good time to try to do the, the fitness and see where you are. Um, or, you know, if you know it's a weakness, then you stick to the wellness, try to develop the strength the strength or the skill to get better at it um, and then when you find that more often than not you're going to the fitness well then that makes sense to make the fitness your default you can kind of do the same thing for those weaknesses you know if, if you want to start looking at the performance like when your strengths come up okay I'll try the performance with that today um, there's not any like set you have to rx or you don't have to or you need to be wellness it yeah. kind of depends on your ability and i think that's one thing that like we don't it's okay if you choose that you want rx if that's important to you that's awesome um we don't really harp on the rx versus skilled like you said you just choose which one is best for you mm -hmm. and like it's all about working your weakness and just because let's say you know when when we put rx on the board or give a weight um you know if you can't do that don't push yourself to doing that. I think that's also a common mistake that we didn't talk about is like, 
thinking that, oh, I have to do RX because I want to follow the fitness track and I want to hit that weight. Well, again, the goal of the workout, which is I think why um, our coaches are doing an awesome job at explaining that and the reasoning behind workouts so that our, our athletes know like, oh, okay, so this is supposed to be a quick style today and I know that 225 is going to be rough for me at 45 reps total. Uh, maybe I should bring that down to 185 mm-hmm. or whatever. So, um, yeah, I like your explanation. Yeah. And if you're kind of like in the, in like the, the in-between stages where you're not really sure if you could go fitness or wellness ask coach be like and if he didn't explain it or, or you're sure still unsure just say hey like what what do you think i should do coach should have a pretty good idea of your fitness ability you know if you want to push out of your comfort zone a little bit he'll make a recommendation if it's a weakness and he wants you to just work on the technique he'll say you know whatever that is um yeah. and that like you said, a good way to figure it out is if you're excited about a workout and you're like, oh, this looks great. You know those workouts. You know those movements. You know, like today for me, this was exciting for me because I really like this workout. Um, you know, you talked about how this is your worst benchmark. And right. Honestly, this is my favorite, one of my favorites. Um, I get excited over it because it has the gymnastics aspect in it. And the deadlift is heavy enough for me, but it's enough where I can, I can push through it. That's my weakness is actually the weightlifting. So kind of like a challenge there but then yep. to be able to be challenged and go on that so i get excited over it if let's say like you said you know then you scale back because you're like ah, i can't do those but everybody knows that you know like we all know our, our weakness you you kind of find that and you're like all right this one's gonna be tough for me i better maybe look at that wellness track and see if there's something i can do and right. maybe work on that weakness or this this one's exciting i'm gonna hit it so then you can choose the fitness another thing to think about if you struggle with that mindset of you know like you have to rx is, um, you know, it's kind of just setting yourself up for failure. If, you know, if it's going to be too hard, like if I, if I did this workout today, RX, you know, I've been doing CrossFit for six years and I I feel like I I should be at a certain point, but you know, I'm, I'm not. Um, if I did the workout RX, I'd probably just get frustrated and upset and pissed off. Maybe take a day off because, you know, I'm not where I think I should be versus I scaled, still had a really good workout, worked on some strength, I actually left with a positive mindset that I actually improved, Yeah. you know, and oftentimes dealing with my back injury, I've had to do that, and I've, you know, even though I'm scaling or modifying, I leave the workout feeling a lot better because I feel like I did the right thing. You know, I didn't let my ego take over I got better, all that stuff. You hit it right on the head, the yes. ego. <laughs> so, you know, take take wins. You can still find wins even if you have to scale or not RX. And then, you know what? If you're just here to, you know, work out for an hour, have fun, and you're not really concerned about, you know, pushing yourself 100% every day, just come in and do wellness. There's no reason that you have to snatch heavy and, and do all this crazy weightlifting stuff. You know, we have some people who are totally content just doing that. You yeah. still get a good workout. You can still sweat. I mean, there's days where I come in and I'm super sore. You mm-hmm. know, like you said, I've been doing this for six years and, well, five years. <laughs> and, yeah, there's days I come in and I'm like, I can't do it. I'm just sore. My shoulders are wrecked, maybe whatever we did that week. And I, and I listen to my body and I'm like, it's okay to scale down. I'm going to, yeah. you know, I'm not going to do the wellness, I'm not going to do fitness, but I'm going to do a combination of the both. You know, I'm just going to bring that weight down a little bit. Right. You know, so 
But then like Friday was a huge challenge for me with the uh, toes to bar and the snatch. That was a relatively heavy snatch. Mm -hmm. And I, I pushed, I, tried, I was gonna scale, I almost, I almost did, I got in my head there, but um, I knew that I could do the 135, so it was more of like, am I gonna scale back because I'm too scared? And I don't, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's gonna push me out of my comfort zone, or would I, should I push myself to that comfort zone and, right. you know, which I knew I could do it, it was just more of like taking the easy road out. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, and that, that stuff comes up too, and we always advocate you to kind of push out of those comfort zones if it's just the, you're a little scared yep. of something. All but, right. Yeah, I think that's just, you know, in summary, just remember if you're newer and just starting off, don't worry about matching some of the veterans who are going 100 miles an hour. Just kind of worry about learning, and that should be your focus for the first few months, learning and getting things down. I mean, heck, those first few months, you're learning so much new terminology and movements. Just that should be your focus is, yep. is learning. Come in, get a good workout. You're moving, you're doing something other than sitting on the couch, mm -hmm. if that's where you came from. Um, and yeah. you're learning new movements, you're challenging yourself. Don't stress about your time. Yeah. You know, that I mean, stuff will come down. We may, ask you, we may ask you for your score. But that's more of like a, like a benchmark to see where you're at, kind of let show you that you did it. Mm -hmm. um, but nobody, it's all, it's all about yourself, you know. Give yourself a pat on the back if you're just starting out. This stuff's hard gets harder as you go <laughs> but it yeah. becomes a little easier and and then as you kind of progress towards that that moderate athlete then that's when you can turn the intensity up and really pack a good training session into a little period of time and keep your fitness up if, if you just want to invest an hour a couple hours a week and then uh, for all our competitive athletes that's when you really got to push hard and dig deep day after day with both volume and intensity. All right. I like it. It was a good, good episode talking about our volume and intensity. Um, if you guys have any questions, shoot us a message. Other than that, next week, Corey and I will be back. We'll see how maybe she'll ha tell us a little bit about her uh, journey. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, stay classy, Harvard Park. See you later, guys. All right, everyone. That are wraps up another episode of Anchored. Remember, if you enjoyed this episode, please remember to share it with someone you know. Give us a five-star review on your listening platform. That helps us reach more people. And remember to subscribe to our channel so you never miss an episode. We'll talk to you guys later and stay classy. Thanks for listening to Anchored at Harbor Park CrossFit. If you would like further information about our programs, visit www.harborparkcrossfit.com. We hope you'll tune in next time.